Thank you for joining us today. You are listening to the 7B Podcast, produced by the Bonner County Daily Bee and the Bonner's Ferry Herald. I'm your host, Victor Crow Martinez, and I'm with Jennifer Wright. And we will be talking about some interesting stuff that's happened in Boundary recently. Um, we're going to focus on the Indigenous Women, Missing Indigenous Women Red Dress Project. So we recently discovered on, on Facebook, on social media, there was um, a photo shoot that was done with the Indigenous women from the Kootenai tribe out here in, in Boundary County. And they were wearing red dresses and it was to help bring awareness for missing and murdered Indigenous women. Um, you know, I've kind of known some facts about, you know, the struggles that um, Native Americans face living on reservations, but it was kind of eye-opening to just kind of read and dig deeper into the, the the red dress program or the project and how some of the, you know, the statistics based on um, Native American women is just it's pretty frightening and scary. Um, according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, homicide is the third leading, co- leading cause of death for indigenous women 19 and younger. And as of 2016, the National Crime Information Center has reported 5,700 cases of missing American Indian and Alaska Native women and girls. Yeah, it's that was a long very one frightening. <laughs> <laughs> it's very frightening. There, for me, the biggest eye opener was that this isn't just something that's on. You know, we we know that it's on a national level, but also, you know, this happens in our own backyards. And, you know, I had never heard of the Red Dress Project before this. And I think it's fantastic that, you know, some of our local women are bringing awareness to this and using our platform to do it, too. Yeah. And this is um, one of the things I found really interesting about this whole situation is it's not just one specific issue or problem. It's a systemic issue and problems across the board. So, you know, Besides from reports, um, a lot of times uh, people won't report it, but also even coverage. Um, the the Urban Indian Health Institute did a study where they try to track cases that were indigenous women where they went uh, missing or murdered, and they countered that with the media coverage of it. And most of it was limited. There was almost no national coverage, and the majority of actual coverage that at, took place, period, was from local small papers. So even those small papers are limited in the coverage they have, so it doesn't usually get beyond their region. So that with the lack of transparency across the board, you know, a lot of people are unaware of it or that there this is an issue. Uh, and so let's talk about the Red Dress Project, originally started by Jamie Black. She is an indigenous woman of uh, mixed uh, race, and she created an art installation in the University of Winnipeg. And they featured red dresses to honor and symbolize the lost lives of indigenous women at the hands of violence. So I know as, you know, women usually, you know, there's some type of fear that something could happen to you. Yeah. Um, just regardless of race um, or location, that's just a, a fear that women do have. Um, they always have to be cautious in their environment. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty alarming, though, like the amount of unsolved cases and they just kind of go like it just they yeah, 
Totally. Um, and so with that movement, with that lady, uh, Jamie Black, who started that project, a lot of other people across the United States and Canada began picking up the same photo shoot and tried to increase awareness. And I think as we focus more on, you know, the problems that are happening, you know, United States, we start to see it even in on like on TV and media. And so the photographer that did did the photo shoot here has seen an episode of Yellowstone and they focused on a missing woman, indigenous woman, and they found her body and she was dead and there wasn't much uh, to go on or to report. And so this woman, um, local Katie Cerny Blood, she was the one who saw that episode, did some research. And when she did research, she found about the Red Dress Project and wanted to be involved and contribute in some way. Um, and, you know, she was able to reach out to friends in the Kootenai Tribe Reservation. And so she was able to get four women from the tribe to participate in the photo shoot. And they're fantastic photos, too. I can see why this, the red, the photos, the photo element of the Red Dress Project makes it so, stand out so much and catch people's eyes and bring awareness, um, you know, <laughs> because of how uh, striking the photos are. Yeah, and, um, and, you know, I thought it was really cool that, like, even though the women are wearing red, there's red dresses in the background images, mm-hmm. and that's to help um, symbolize. symbolize victims of, you know, that have been victims of violence and have unsolved, you know, crimes against them that haven't been solved yet. And, um, you know, they I know they went to the Cooney Refuge at the Myrtle Falls to, to do that photo. And uh, the other thing, too, uh, we spoke to some of the women that were in the photo shoot. And it's there, like, the issue has always been an issue for them. It's not like it was something that was recent. This has been an ongoing problem in their community that they're aware of. Um, but outside of the tribal communities, we're, we're not aware of it. Yeah. And, you know, they were really excited to take these photos and, you know, just to bring some awareness to other people outside of their uh, their group or their tribe. And, you know, they follow a lot of different, you know, there's a lot of different um, Native American news where they focus on Native American yeah. issues. And they do talk about these type of, you know, missing women, these type of crimes against uh, indigenous women. But you don't really see that everywhere else. And so the importance of them doing this photo shoot, you know, it's, it's really big because, you know, it brought awareness to a lot of people that have no idea that this is happening. Yeah. Well, I for one was one of them you know i mean I was, I was aware that this happens but not at this the level that it does happen yeah and like the crazy part is like you know the, you're these people most people are unaware of what's happening and if you're an indigenous girl growing up you're aware that you know you have a relative you know, a uh, aunt or a cousin, you know, and you know, that have been missing or have been murdered, and it just didn't get solved. And uh, we spoke to Charlene Francis, and she was telling us um, on New Year's Day, 2020, that one of her friends went missing for 20 days, 
And when they finally found her, she was found in a sagebrush. And they spoke to the people that she was last with. But when they spoke to them, they determined that there was no foul play. So there was no one convicted of murder, nothing. It was just a closed case. No investigation or anything. Yeah, so, you know, I, I feel like if you're, you know, especially if you're an indigenous woman and you're you're seeing this or you know someone, a relative or friend, then, in, you know, that kind of fear that is created in you, like, I could be next. I could be the next victim and it goes unsolved and no one will know what really happened. And I guess part of the awareness that they're bringing is for like for cases like that, for people to speak up and say, why? Why was there no investigation here? You know, because then maybe maybe they will start getting investigated. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, and then it's also that's just another aspect of, you know, the complexities of, you know, tribal land. Um, I know they use a different uh, system where their courts and they have their own police, but their courts are on a federal level instead of a local jurisdiction. So there's a whole different process that's involved with that. So it just exacerbates the situation and makes things a little bit worse um, to really solve these issues. And, um, you know, it's just... To me, when I was doing this research, it was just really like I knew I was aware of certain things that had been happening in reservations, but just the number of like how the second and third leading causes of death among indigenous women is homicide and suicide. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah that's that's nuts. That's just crazy. That's about a quarter of all their deaths, you know, for women 19 and younger. That's just you know, so I'm glad that this, you know, I wasn't aware of this project. So I'm glad that we were able to kind of, you know, see it on social media and we're able to reach out to the people involved in our in our area. And just the I think what I took from it was when I spoke to um, the indigenous women from the tribe that, you know, they you know, one of them had a friend that went missing you know, they feel like, hey, these people that are missing are not just random people. And it's it is easy not to have any empathy when you're so disconnected. But to these women, these were like their grandmothers their friends their aunts or cousins. These are people they know. And if they don't know them, they might know them from a, a different friend or relative that knew who these people were. And now you're you're left with trying to figure out or get some type of answer to what happened to to a lot of these women. And there's there really is never any type of answers or, you know, information on what really happened. And so they a lot of these things go unsolved. So what would you say that like we as a community can do to help bring awareness? Like, I mean, obviously share the story, you know, the posts for the red dress project and read the articles. And is that what we can do is just keep spreading the word? Yeah, so um, when we spoke to Frances about, you know, when her friend went missing, she had mentioned that there was a big group of people that went searching, that used, you know, they had equipment and were trying to locate her. And so when those efforts or there was an opportunity to, you know, help search, a lot of people have a lot of experience in the outdoors and have equipment. That's where that can be advantageous to help out to find someone. Because I'm pretty sure they probably wouldn't have found 
um, you know, Charlene Francis's friend. Without that search party. Without the search party and everything they had. And uh, at least at that point, you were able to determine that it's not just, you know, she was murdered. It's not just a missing person. A lot of times they're just like, oh, it's a missing person. They ran away or they left and that's it. But this was able to confirm like, hey, she's dead. And, you know, if they didn't have these search parties to go look for them, we would never know. It would just be a missing person. And that's an issue that happens throughout the United States. And the Pacific Northwest is one of the worst for missing and murdered indigenous women. Do you have a speculation on why why that might be? Um, you know, I feel like in the Pacific Northwest, there's a lot of rural areas. And then there's just so many different jurisdictions and Overall, like you might have to pull resources from somewhere else and they might not be interested or have the resources to help out a different county or different area. And then, you know, some of these reservations are pretty isolated from other communities. So just to kind of get these things set up and these search parties or these investigations, it just there's a, a ton of different like obstacles to go through. Yeah. And it's it's unfair because, you know, you know, people need to be held to justice. People deserve answers to why these women are missing or murdered. But one of the things when when I spoke to um, some of the women involved in the project, they were saying like it's that women have a target on their back and they need to watch out for each other. And it was more like the words being expressed was more of a, a women unity mm-hmm. to understand that regardless of your ethnicity and background, you're still a target for being a woman. And, you know, that's something I'll never understand as being a man, but I am sympathetic that, yeah, that is, you always hear stuff, you know, women are attacked. Well, and then there's the trafficking, too. Yeah, trafficking, you know, all the different rape cases. Um, There's just a lot, a lot of things for women to fear. And, you know, it just keeps just gets worse you hear more and more about these things and it just gets worse and worse yeah um but hopefully with this project and you know there will be more women and more people and allies that would work to help bring awareness and realize like hey this is a real issue there's a real problem happening in these communities and we all need to be aware of it and i think what's also important is news media needs to be um you know, focusing on this, they need to, especially national coverage, they need to talk about this, they need to, you know, do their research and share this information. So a lot of times people don't get all the local news. And, you know, local news, the reach they have is limited to a region. So beyond that region, people won't know about certain things. So a lot of the larger media outlets need to need to step up their game and to, to focus on these, you know, this aspect of our of our society and you know really take i think one one thing that's important to understand is you know there's various communities in the united states and we need to do our you know justice by them by reflecting and sharing their stories and that's something that's not happening with the indigenous populations the native americans here and especially about indigenous women and their all the many missing cases um because I've I've never really heard any of this stuff on national news. Yeah, neither have I. I've heard a lot of other stuff, but I've never heard about this. And it's just one of those things where it's like, wow, this should be national news. This should be something we talk about.